Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Now Bali podcast with me, Eddie Spears. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing two very special people from Ecotourism Bali. Ecotourism Bali is a social impact business that builds communities for sustainable tourism through sustainable verification for accommodation, businesses, and restaurants. Their goal is to transform Bali's image into a sustainable destination by 2030 and contribute to achieving climate neutrality in the hospitality and tourism industry by 2050. I have the pleasure of speaking to Ibu Suzi Hutomo, a passionate leader, entrepreneur, and committed environmental activist. She has been a climate presenter with Al Gore's The Climate Reality Project since 2011. She is also a member of the supervisory board of Kahati, the Indonesia Biodiversity Foundation and Board of Greenpeace Southeast Asia and the Board of Copernic Foundation here in Bali. She used to be the CEO of Body Shop and continues to be the chairwoman of Body Shop Indonesia. I am also joined by Rahmi Fajar Harini, who is the co-founder at Ecotourism Bali. She joined Ibu Suzi putting the ETB vision into action with an extensive professional background in public relations. Rapping is also an entrepreneur running Amiga Bali, a retail fashion. She's been actively involved in business export development organizations since 2015 as a board member and coached to assist small, medium enterprises across Java and Bali in implementing their ILO score and certification program. Today, we'll be talking about how Bali can improve its chances and resilience uh, during climate change and how the tourism industry can make sure that Bali remains a destination worth visiting in the future. A big thank you to our podcast supporter, Genesis Creative Center, where we film and record all of our podcasts. And for those of you listening right now, this is a video podcast, so feel free to watch on YouTube or on Spotify. This is a, a watchable podcast where you can see Susie, Ami, and I all interacting in this great interview. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. All right, Ibu Suzi and Ami, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, really looking forward to finding out more about ecotourism Bali. Uh, but before we get into the details of it, I want to talk really big picture, really future. Right. And I want to hear about, you know, after everything happens, every, all your goals are completed, what is your vision? Like, what do you want Bali to be in 20 years, essentially? Okay. In 20 years? Yeah, 20. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, right. the really, like, what is, that, what is that utopian idea of, like, that you have in your mind of what Bali should be? Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess in 20 years, we'd have to have a view of what's happening in the world as well, right? Mm. So I would think that climate change would have gotten a lot worse. Mm. That's one thing. Unless, you know, we can keep to the Paris Agreement. You know, right now it's not looking likely. Mm -hmm. So probably we'll have a temperature increase, maybe hopefully just two, two degrees, mm -hmm. hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, because um, some actions would have been taken and possibly we'll have uh, sustainable um, aviation. Because aviation accounts for 50% of the um, climate uh, effect yeah, emissions. So if that's the case, then I would think that Bali would continue to be a favorite destination. 
basically because it's on the tropics. And in the tropics, we have less of a temperature increase than subtropical and, you know, sort of uh, areas because of just the way, you know, the the weather patterns work. So I would think that like a, a, a one to two in degree increase in Bali would still be a sunny sort of paradise, you know. So I would think that it would still be a favorite destination, but definitely we'll have two choices. One, if we keep going the way we are, <laughs> we, I think this year we might hit more than 5 million visitors, mm-hmm. slowly creeping back to the 6 million that we saw in 2019. Yeah. And uh, I know that the target is to increase Indonesia's tourism to 20, right? I know you might have heard those numbers. Mm. So that's like what, another 20, 30% increase. So if we keep going that way, um, it might be that we're going to be quite overcrowded. Yeah. So in 20 years, I would think that if we had really good planning, if we diversified, and balance between the interests of tourists and, and local communities, I think we have a great future. Mm-hmm. But but I would think that Bali needs to be a more premium destination in 20 years' time yeah. where people can really experience um, the beauty of Bali as, as we, we all know about the beauty of Bali instead of like the quick, Change. you know, three, four-day trip across Bali to all the favorite spots and you know, in very, you know, so in very high traffic conditions. So hopefully, I think we need to move from a sort of more intensive uh, and low infrastructure, uh, low sustainability and low climate adaptation kind of place that we are today to to one where um, it would embody all the beauty, the nature, the culture, and all the potential of Bali in, 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 in a space where the climate isn't quite the same as it is right now. So um, there would have to be innovation, obviously, new experiences. But I would think that we would continue to be um, still a major destination if we get it right. Mm-hmm. And I, I imagine that's what kind of sparked this idea of starting ecotourism Bali is to pave that path now so that investment you know, for we, yeah, investment for the future mm-hmm. and is also creating resilience for yes, uh, what worst case is. scenarios and if things get worse. Mm-hmm. That's correct. so mm-hmm. um, yeah. So where did this co- where did the idea come from? How did it really start and get get rolling? <laughs> well, <laughs> I start and then you can chip in. So uh, yeah, it really started because well, as you know, I moved to Bali about um, almost twelve years now, but more than eleven years. Mm-hmm. So it was just, as you know, the Bali tourism, I was looking at some of the figures, it just went ooh, mm. like that, like a hockey stick, you know. So um, I, you know, over the, the last, I guess, um, well, pre-COVID, so maybe, you know, just pre-COVID, the five years uh, into COVID peaking in 2019, I was really getting worried mm. because um, just looking at the, 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 how to say, the sheer appetite for mass tourism, that really worried me because then um, I'm sure we all understand that that has serious consequences in land use and all sorts of things. And, and most of all to the environment, because I'm an environmentalist, so I think a lot about uh, conservation, about the loss of uh, green areas. What's going to happen is going to be deforestation and culture too, because when the paddy fields, you know, get converted, mm-hmm. then it's going to happen to the culture around the subak and, exactly. and all of this. 
And also, I think that we need to be aware that the world is going in a direction where tourism is growing and growing worldwide. And if you see some of the numbers, Europe has actually surpassed their 2019 numbers, which wow. is like, wow, no wonder you see all these pictures of Paris and, <laughs> and you know, Amsterdam people protesting and stuff, because okay. that is the pattern. And, and some people are predicting that by, I can't remember, so 2030 or 2035, we will have almost 50% of the world population wanting to be tourists. Mm. Oh my, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. an incredible number. Mm. So uh, right now, I think it's about 20, mm -hmm. 20 some odd percent. But as aviation continues to be cheaper yes. and, and more wide ranging, mm -hmm. then, then the, it's, it's these kinds of patterns that kind of worries me. Yeah. Uh, and says that, all right, how can we be resilient? How can we still be this beautiful place that we all love and still obviously have economic benefits? But how do we protect what we love? Yeah. So sure. that was the, the idea. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I met Ami here. She interviewed yeah. me, actually, for something. <laughs> <laughs> for yes. sustainability, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, um, yeah, Ibu, Ibu, won, Ibu is actually my mentor and um, talking about sustainability. So we met during COVID, yeah, Bu? Yes, we during, did. Yeah, and um, somehow there's a spark uh, and Ibu in a way challenged me like, hey, I, I have this vision about sustainable tourism Bali and uh, what do you think? And, and I thought like during COVID, I see that mm, the quality of life is different during COVID, which I like personally yeah. in a way like, you know, no tourists, but it's not good economically, but learning more about sustainability um we talk about environment we talk about biodiversity mm -hmm. we talk about conservation we talk yeah. about economy benefit and social impact so i think this is the key that it could be a new purpose that yeah we we, we need to do this together like we need to do this for bali because i see myself i see my family living in bali and i, I am balinese so yeah there's there's somebody or something needs to happen for bali and yeah, Ibu already have a conversation with Copernic uh, to create this index of sustainability, yeah. um, making some sort of like approachable um, guidelines for tourism. Uh, we're talking about hotels and restaurants here, the major industry. So then, then the conversation goes on, and then now we have uh, ecotourism, and we have guidelines. And um, I think also back then, sustainability is still like in a still in a niche market mm -hmm. so the the idea is back then to have this index or criteria on what is sustainability how to do sustainability available for everybody and we're talking about the whole industry so we started with the hotel and then uh, this year we launched for the restaurant uh, criteria and i hope that it still continues so the industry know how to do it we talk about sustainability but some people still like yeah what is sustainability what can we do like <laughs> yeah. how to do it like what is needed for bali and uh, the bigger picture like yeah we know that it's needed or somehow market also demands about it but where to start how to do it so yeah we hope that making um these guidelines and uh, availability in digital platform could be uh, could be uh, yeah one of the solution yeah, yeah. and I, I totally agree in the sense mm -hmm. that the idea of sustainability is this sort of 
very vague cloud of, you know, how do you grasp it? How, what's tangible? Exactly. How do you make this exactly. approachable and practical for yeah. everyone, right? It's, it's, it's almost mystical in a sense, like to be sustainable. Exactly. So I guess you're, you're creating guidelines and steps in order to yeah. get people towards yeah. that, towards that goal. It's a very goal. interesting thing because I think initially I had, before I met Ami, I had thought that, oh, we just need a set of, so to say, a list of things you have to do and then you're sustainable, right? Mm -hmm. So I should be, and, and I wanted something that was easy to do because I'd researched and I had joined the GSTC class, which was like, you know, 38 categories and 250 <laughs> questions, right? Yeah. You know, she's taking the course as well. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I thought to myself, how could anybody, you know, who wasn't like a huge hotel do this? So I decided 30 questions. That was my brief yeah. to Copernic. Let's yes. do it in 30, but keep to the same standards, sort of same topics, same mm -hmm. categories as GSTC had. Mm -hmm. But then what I found out, what we found mm -hmm. out as we went along was just the literacy about sustainability and and, and clim being climate friendly, friendly is totally, how do you say, I wouldn't say non-existent. It's always like a headline level. Mm. People know the headline, they've read about it, but mm. they don't really know what's in sustainability yeah. or being climate friendly. So so what, you know? Mm. So even when we wanted to, mm. how do you say, uh, persuade introduce, people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, introduce, introduce people to mm. the um, sustainability yeah, but, standards, yeah. they're mm. like, okay, I want to do it, but so what, you yes. know? Okay, it sounds nice. I want to have it as a headline <laughs> yeah. in my door. Yeah. But I don't really know, yeah. you know, why I should or why mm. I should pay mm -hmm. you or, yes, or, exactly. or anything. Why we have to invest or why yeah, we need to Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. too difficult and mm -hmm. so on. So it's the literacy and, and the understanding that we're all stakeholders, that this island of Bali, we have to work together, mm -hmm. all stakeholders. That's the piece that I think we're discovering now, mm -hmm. uh, that we need this uh, awareness mm -hmm. uh, um, between all these stakeholders, so mm -hmm. we can all work together. We're at the same page, like yeah. yeah, what to do for Bali, like yeah, in terms of yeah, environment, sustainability, climate. Yeah, but nobody can do it alone. Yes. Well, I mean, I totally agree in the sense that there is this idea of creating collective responsibility. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Especially if you're approaching something from a business side, or if you're approaching exactly. a business, mm -hmm. how do you talk about well, how do you convince them of this collective responsibility? How do you convince them that this is a, a cause worth joining and fighting for and investing in? Um, what, what's what's the approach there? And yeah, what's maybe, the argument? Yeah. Maybe yeah. Ami goes, well, she's seen many people. <laughs> she's converted. She's on a missionary. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I'm knocking on the doors yeah. like, hey, Ami. Have you heard the word of sustainability? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what happened. So, yeah, um, I think uh, from two years uh, working on the uh, on the field, uh, the, uh, approaching different industry from mm -hmm. small scale to big scale. Um, so far, I could sum up there are two kind of people about understanding about sustainability. One that really like like Ibu, uh, they're already on board with us. Um, they have this activism within their business or themselves because they know they understand. Uh, about the preservation of Bali, because mm -hmm. either for the love of Bali, and but um, or they know that it something needs to happen. So their activism in there. But the second one is they don't have it yet, the activism, but they see their economy benefit because there's a demand already, there's market demand already, but only a few people that 
understand that or few uh, businesses because um, let's say a friend in a sales department yeah now I need to do it um, because I need to show that uh, our business comply to level of sustainability pledge or commitment because this market demand it. so they need to show because it is also related to the long-term vision of um, sustainable development goals where um, some sector are already demanded for sustainability report for the financing. Mm. So, but that's still in the cloud. But there are two kind of um, feedback that I have. People that, okay, I want to do it because there's benefit that they know uh, they could see or they could have. Yeah. And the other one like, yes, do it because they know it's important. There's activism to it. But yeah, at the end, people need to do incentive if they want to do something. So environmentalists or economy. So that's two things that what happened. So people essentially, while well, businesses are almost slowly getting almost forced to be environmentally friendly or sustainable. I think so. Um, and that's, that's a push. But at the end of the day, what from an activist side, you want yeah. the pull. You want people yes. to be like, yeah. I want to do this. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And Bali's special for that mm -hmm. um, in the sense that I feel that we are so much more exposed to the natural environment yes, here. Yes. And the problems are come come to reality. We yes, see the problems. We see that. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're, like it's very direct, mm -hmm. right? Um, what would you say are Bali's main problems at the moment that that need to be addressed more urgently? Um, I think the first thing it has to be waste. waste. Mm. Because we see it every day, right? Everywhere we go and, and yeah. it's in the Instagram, it's yeah. everywhere. So I think one of the biggest um, tasks would be waste management, especially plastic. Because yeah. mm. plastic is made on fossil fuels. Most people don't really associate plastic with fossil fuels and climate change. But they're actually... All linked. All linked. Yeah. So, and, and you know, the pro uh, projection is that we will have almost 50% uh, more packaging in plastic in the next, I think it was 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So it's not going away anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So it's very important, actually, to act on waste management and specifically plastic. And I think that should clean up Bali pretty well. Yeah. So that would be the first thing. The second thing I would think is water. water. Because we're not in a, we don't have any rain for six months of the year, mm -hmm. yeah. right? I mean, Bali is relatively lucky because we've got the lakes mm -hmm. on the eastern side. And yeah. so agriculture actually feeds off the lake mm -hmm. and uh, those rivers. Mm -hmm. But like, for instance, in Tabanan, when you don't have rain, then you can't plant rice, mm -hmm. for instance. You know, And then if the hotels are taking groundwater, you, you know, we're going to have sinking. Yeah. So there's not enough literacy. I mean, people, mm -hmm. oh, there's a problem with water, it's wrong with this. But uh, what we want to introduce now, yeah. we've thought about now, mm -hmm. we need to do more uh, information, or, yeah, yeah, whatever events mm -hmm. also yeah. to get to get people to understand yeah. the linkages, you know, that 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 are there. Because mm -hmm. most people just look at their property mm -hmm. or their thing, and oh, mm -hmm. the waste is over there. Yeah, you know, we'll clean up our own thing, mm -hmm. but. Everything's actually linked. Yeah. And the fact that climate change is coming, and we felt it this mm -hmm. time, right? Look mm -hmm. at the temperatures in July. Mm -hmm. That was actually one of the highest. In, in July, we mm -hmm. broke the 1.5 degree uh, ceiling of uh, Paris, yeah. uh, you know, the desired yeah. Paris agreement uh, yeah. set at 1.5. Yeah. Worldwide, yeah. you know, we exceeded that on the month of July. And that's, I mean, for me as an 
environment that is scary. Yeah. Don't have anybody here feels it's scary. Mm-hmm. In Jakarta, Tangerang, oh my it's god, that was yeah. so hot. I was there. Mm-hmm. It was hotter than Bali, mm-hmm. which is you know really yeah. an eye opener. But I think that we're now going into the rainy season. People are like oh we forget. It's you know, forget, people yeah, have very short memories. Yeah, short know. memory. So I think climate change is an existential threat, mm-hmm. and um, Bali needs to uh, be aware of that. All mm-hmm. of us, you know, all the yeah. stakeholders. You yeah. Know. So when when I share at the at the group recently, there's an association for hotel, uh, sorry, restaurant and cafe. I showed up the data that um, yeah for the waste itself, we are we are actually over. We're an island. We don't do export. We, we need to manage it here in a small island. It comes back directly to us. And what happened recently, TPA got burned. That's because yes. of non-separation of non-organic and organic, the methane, the climate change. It's too hot and then it got burned. So we are over capacity, over 30%. There's no way to to export it or we need to manage it and it's already over there's no place mm. and about the water itself the data showed that we are debit of water in uh, the yes. south is 3,000 ton per second can you imagine that's how much we're taking yes out of the yeah yes. yeah yes. and the south even though on the other area is surplus but we are deficit because this over industry right mm-hmm. on the south especially so um yeah when show it the data and then it's like oh that is the problem because they never see that that yeah, is a problem there's no literacy right, until yeah things. until mm-hmm. until then that's what one of the one of what we do like we showcase that this is what's happening this is if if we don't do something that at the end it will impact your business at the yeah, end it exactly. impact our existence in here like how can you you make money how can you run a business if Let's say every year there's trash on the beach. There will nobody come nobody. here. Bali will not be a spot for you as a destination, and then nobody will come to to your business if there's no water and trash everywhere. It happened with Tepeasuong. Some area didn't get picked up the the yes, trash because right. it got burned. So when the problem is in front of them, so they might know like, oh, we need to do something. There is yeah, yeah, there is this issue memory. of visibility. <laughs> Yeah. Right, so obviously, when you have the problem is visible, i.e., waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say a lot of the tourism industry does maybe clean up part their yes. section of the beach. So mm-hmm. because they already know, right. if this is bad, I won't get business. But yeah. water is water is also quite abstract and it's invisible, That's and you're right. kind of you're just sort of guessing how much sources you have, especially in the south. Yes, um, and I would say as a business owner, I would be worried. To, at the idea of one day I turn on the tap and nothing comes out. Exactly. Exactly. It comes with our system. Right. So everyone's survival. just sort of like, closing their <laughs> eyes and being like, and, it's, and, and it's you fine. know, it has happened in, in I think it was Cape Town. Mm. They didn't have water for Africa. Uh, yeah, Africa, Africa, Cape Town, Africa. They didn't South have Africa. water for, I don't know, like a whole season. Because mm. they were groundwater yeah. draining. Yeah. Drunk, yeah. And the climate, of course. It's yeah. a combination of, of both, both things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those are, I mean, water's direct but invisible. Waste is visible and direct but okay. then you have climate change which is abstract absolutely mm-hmm. abstract right and this is this like you don't really get those the direct input or anything and that requires an even larger idea of collective responsibility exactly mm-hmm. it's what's called a public good mm. and that's always a problem right yeah. it's a public good that means like you don't uh how to say what you do and what you enjoy mm-hmm. is not Directly related personally, but it's mm-hmm. it's a public thing. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody yeah. has to do it so that everybody mm-hmm. enjoys the benefit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difficulty, I think, in, in yeah. most economics, even. <laughs> Public goods are always <laughs> a little bit uh, more tricky. You need policy, yes. you need that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that goes back to this idea of um, who do you approach first, right? Because who, at the end of the day, who can afford public good? Um, and Amin and I were talking about this before about, you know, you do have to start at a level which is a more upmarket level when it comes to yes, businesses and it consumers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it right? does. So I, I understand you started Ecotourism Bali trying to be the, the people's yeah. movement. <laughs> That's true. And as, as altruistic as that might be, it's difficult to start mm-hmm. change from mm-hmm. that level. You do, yeah. when you have to create sort of business changes, it does mm-hmm. have to be at a higher, higher yeah. level, right? So true. So, yeah, uh, we tried so many things, so many strategies. <laughs> uh, but uh, the mission is to get more people on board with our mission, that mm-hmm. we are the same team for, for this, for Bali. Um, so initially, yes, we approach on more to the grassroots movement. and uh, um, But yeah, it, the commitment, probably the understanding, yeah, there, there's there. But when in terms of commitment, there's, they need to push. So someone said, is there, is it regulated? Uh, do we have to, do we have hmm. to comply? Or, um, so that's more like, oh, they have to do it because the compliance, let's say more to, you need to be disciplined, but there's not, there's no, not really regulation. Uh, there's more like peraturan memberi wacana, but that's it. If you don't do it, then it's okay about hmm. plastic, about waste, about water, there is, but there's no like, um, if you don't do it, then you get this. Yeah. But some people really approach like, if I do it, what's the benefit? That's it. Yeah. And that's already um, seen by the upmarket because they're really close to the market. They're the one that uh, market leader. So they understand that, oh, if I do this, then I can get this. So then it's easier to talk, to, to convert them because they already understand the benefit. So that's why now um, it's not that we change. We still want everybody on board because it's a digital tools anyway everybody can have access and um, yeah you can see the, the components you can see the criterias but we'd hope that this uh, major market um, showcase them that they do it and it's possible um, hopefully it later goes down and uh, yeah be inspired probably so yeah that's that's for the business side and for the government, we we work a lot with the government, Ibu, from the tourism board, and then also for the policymaker and all until the the, the national. So um, they are also making um, planning to make a standardization for this uh, sustainability um, because it is needed. Um, so uh, we work with the common par. Uh, for the standardization guidelines. Um, and then, uh, yeah, for the province, we work with the Bali Tourism Board uh, that uh, they're really on board since beginning because Ibu, yeah. uh, Ibu is part of Bali Tourism Board as well, that it is it is needed. They see that uh, apa, um, it is important for, for the industry to know what is needed for Bali, the checklist, and then they can measure it once they know the, the assessment, once they do the assessment, it, it, it has a function as a baseline, right? 
So how to improve? If we already know like there's 3,000 hotels in Bali that, oh, they are in the level C and then how to improve? You, we have a baseline to work towards the, the goals. Like mm-hmm. um, we want to have 2030 Bali as preferred destination. So we know how to make an improvement for that. So yeah, we try to, to, to provide that, that, that system. Can you give mm-hmm. some examples of what you expect the changes or the checklist of, of, of what it means to be a sustainable business here in Bali? Yeah, with those two uh, importance, uh, there are 30 criteria, right, uh, for hotels and restaurants. But as we spoke to some association, we urge for two things that can be improved. This waste management first and then the water. Because in the guidelines, we also provide on how you can... Um, uh, save the water or first they need to comply if they are doing the legal or illegal source so mm-hmm. that okay. kind of thing of water <laughs> so those two is the, is the important so they they just go to our website and then make a page and then they do assessment so they we know the score uh, they know the score and then uh, later we know how to improve from that yeah mm-hmm. there were also others right mm-hmm. uh Energy is one oh, yeah. very big yes. part, and then conservation, conservation, and, and social impact, social the local impact. purchasing, yeah. and all mm-hmm. back to the community. Yeah. yeah. So a good mixture of sort of what do you consume as a business, but also where you're sourcing from. Are you supporting local products? That's that right. kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So it's yeah. quite a holistic uh, checklist yes. of what does it mean to be sustainable and. I'm sure you agree that the idea of sustainability has always been very environmentally focused. Yes. And I think yes. that's, it's good, but yeah. it does extend beyond to social. That. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Social agree. benefits. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, what, what would be some examples of social benefits or, or community initiatives? So there are, uh, from the 30, there are three criteria focused on that, the social impact. One is the local purchasing. So if you want to connect it with climate change, it's also possible because let's say uh, one of your supplier is still outside Bali. And um, yeah, and we try to showcase them that, hey, we have a supplier, alternative supplier that is from Bali. So it already reduced the, the transportation, the carbon, the carbon emission. Footprint. So then that's local purchasing uh, criteria. And second one is engagement with the community. So it's more like education um, apa, uh, transfer. So they open for internship for the local because let's say there's big hotel coming out or, or uh business and then the the site doesn't know what's going on so they need to open on the interaction for the local either the internship or partition or uh, um, as employee so that's the second one and the third is that you need to have a culture uh, uh, interaction so the tourists or the program that the industry have have to have this uh, introduction as well what is about Bali either the food or other the the, the culture uh, activity mm-hmm. so those three are what we think it's important as well to be in the index of sustainability local purchasing uh, interaction and then culture yeah, yeah. and 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 the local interaction one things that we would like to also propose is to improve um, sustainability and and climate literacy in the in the community yeah. so that what the hotel is doing is understood by uh, the community around it mm-hmm. as well yeah i know some businesses use it in a very good way where they understand that if their staff many of whom are balinese yeah. are learning all of these um, aspects for work that they will go home and 
hopefully implement at home or right. in their own mm-hmm. communities. So yep. businesses really are great starting points to yes. Yes. sort of Agreed. spread out mm-hmm. these these types of thinking. That's right. And yeah. also businesses are much more effective because our decision-making processes are much faster. Mm-hmm. You know, the problems that we face with um, state sort of government and sort of public, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the public space mm-hmm. is that... Um, Decision-making processes are long. Yes. And because <laughs> Bali yeah. is a province, you know, like Ami just went to Jakarta mm-hmm. to talk about standards, standards right? Because yeah. Bali is a province under um, the national, the national. Uh, how do you say, government. Yeah, central And the government. nationals, the central government doesn't really want Bali to have its own thing, right? They want yeah. to make sure that, you know, but but then that we have a, a, a bigger interest to what sustainable tourism than they do. Mm-hmm. So it's always this kind of... Um, to process, say, long process, long process, this mm. tension, mm. you know, which is very much felt, I think, by by uh, the leaders in our government, actually, in our province, mm. that there is this tension with Jakarta because, you know, fifty percent of the I think the visitors, uh, tourism visitors all over Indonesia comes to Bali, mm-hmm. and yet Jakarta really wants to set mm-hmm. the standards for tourism. Well, actually, you know, Bali has to be a lot more to. involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the decision making because mm-hmm. most of the tourism GDP comes from, comes from Bali. Bali. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. why doesn't this island have more of a say on a national mm-hmm. agenda yeah. essentially, mm-hmm. right? And and the way that we want to help that is by showing that we in Bali are more ahead in our thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, because in Jakarta that's what they they have to say. They they, the they respect in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you know what you're doing, because they're all you know, think about policy mm-hmm. and competing against Thailand and stuff like that. Yeah. So if we have more content and uh, to talk about and, and, and persuading them, then it gives Bali a bigger voice than just sort of asking for, for benefit, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so so uh, sort of look at the context more, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I think it's great that you're obviously – Helping the businesses, and that's sort of a very practical change that you're doing. Hopefully. Again, it, it's mm-hmm. it's still private to private a lot yes. of the time. Yes, um, but that's mm-hmm. what, like you said, to make change fast, you just get on with it. B to B, business mm-hmm. to business. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like about ecotourism Bali that you've also got a side program, mm-hmm. which is this re- was it called regenerative Regener- Regener- yes. regenerative Bali. Yes. Yes. Um, can you maybe talk a little bit more about that? Okay. Yeah, so as part of, uh, actually it started as our own uh, responsibility for the environment. So um, we focus on uh, carbon emission reduction. Uh, so there are many ways actually, So, but we focus on the mangrove and then the coral restoration. Because, um, yeah, I believe that even though there's also seaweed program, tree, uh, planting tree program, but we focus on uh, two things. Mangrove, because it is also in line with the mission of the local government. Uh, like Ibu said, water scarcity is uh, one of the problem. Uh, mangrove could help uh, the area sing <laughs> if we plant more mangrove, but that's why we focus on uh, the south of Bali. Um, and then the coral restoration, I think it's one of the, it's it's about the circularity. Um, there's so many coral bridges already in, in Bali. Um, and that is one of actually the asset of Bali. People come yes. here with mm. the, for, for that, that um, experience, um, the uh, apa, uh, living um, the, the sea, uh, the ocean life. Uh, so then uh, 
last year we focused on the east where uh, they have this restoration and education as well to the local uh, that's always a business or community that we always support because it's not only yeah the, the environment is there uh, there's also a benefit of the carbon but also to pass the education why it's needed to happen why it's needed to be uh, done um, they always connect with the community as well to transfer the knowledge because sometimes what happened is people outside Bali come and then, oh, we need to fix this. But then the local, like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's his <laughs> thing. That's, thing. Yeah, that's the tourist, <laughs> the tourist thing or that's the expat thing. Like they have no idea mm -hmm. what's going on. Mm -hmm. But the others have this passion of how to fix Bali or improve Bali, but there's no engagement. So we always work with the community like that. So this year we, we moved to the north, uh, Buleleng, um, because there are more areas now, more areas that can be um, restored. And they, folk, they have zonation also for the nursery and all. And they really work with the DESA uh, to have, they have a scholarship program for the SMP and SMK. So then um, they can be a dive master. They can be uh, also uh, the one that ben economically benefit because they will preserve the, the land. They will also have a job uh, in the future. And uh, yeah, we focus on the, on the north now. So two focus now for the regenerative Bali is the mangrove and then the coral restoration. With the mangrove, we also always uh, engage with the school. So last year, 150 volunteers. This year also we expect 150 volunteers to plant 1,000 mangrove uh, every year. And um, we hope that it also can improve on the numbers. Um, and yeah, if we do the, the regenerative body program, we always have a workshop. So introduction on why we're doing it, why it's important, why you need to be involved. And not only planting, but also they will see trash over there. Yes, so exactly. So <laughs> we do the cleaning first. Like, look at this. Like, if you, this is could be your straw. This could be your plastic cup from a coffee that comes back. And it, yeah, it just go back to the why it's needed to be done. And um, we do workshop uh, before we do the the mangrove planting, and then we do the uh, the cleaning, the uh, plastic cleaning or the waste cleaning, and then we plant. And we also do monitoring. So not only planting, but we also like, is it working? Is it is it improving? And how can we improve on that? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the, that program usually focus on the input, not necessarily the output. Like it works or not, like not just only, okay, we've done it, then that's yeah, it. Take yeah. the photo and leave. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so we, 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 we don't do that. So we do monitor. And then yeah. uh, for a year that uh, from last year, the first uh, regenerative program, it, it run well. It's 70% uh, life. And then hopefully then we can... Yeah. Can, yeah, and and I think that's our vision of Bali that tourism uh, in Bali, like you asked me about 20 years in the future, that mm. would be part of the type of tourism that would emerge that if you come, you also give back. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, and I had this vision that people would be able to get onto our site as mm. tourists, you know, and just say, okay, so, you know, either do carbon offsetting or just want to participate. Mm -hmm. And we're very open for people participating in these programs so that they have a different experience as a tourist. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that idea of regenerative tourism. Yes. Um, and just generally having a more meaningful experience as well, right? Which is, I believe people are going to more. But 
What I like about these programs is that it draws attention back to what I would call Bali's original assets. Yes. Right. And why did people? Why do people love coming here? Exactly. It was it was natural beauty. Yes. Right. And I'm not even talking about six years ago. I'm just talking about when I was young. Mm-hmm. I would come and go snorkeling and, mm-hmm. and yeah, just, I, yes, I, I mean, you're exactly. going here to yeah. enjoy nature, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Find you know. Go hiking. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of the attention has been shifted into right. uh, what are called the supporting industries, which were, which Lifestyle were made. Lifestyle industries, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, you have the original assets, which is natural um, beauty, also the culture. Mm-hmm. And then all the these people. industries were grown to support the people coming to see this. But yeah. over time, the supporting have industries become have become bigger. the main reason people come here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that shifts our focus and makes us forget you know what what's important and why were people here so it's mm-hmm. great that you're adding these sort of values into people reminding people of these values essentially of this is why this is why yeah. we're here yeah. yeah i think my vision as well is that if i see 20 years like i want to have like not the quality shifted so I want to go back to the quality where Bali should be, like back then, the natural preservation and all. I think that is quality over quantity. That's mm-hmm. that's yes. that's my goal. Yeah, or what what we want to achieve. It's it's really over tourism and all. Like it's all about quantity. It's just more and more and more. But that's prefer yeah, yeah, and that that's dangerous. At what cost? Ibu always said yeah, yeah. But at what cost? Like who will? Yeah, it's it's easy. Like people coming in but who's gonna who's gonna take care of the race who's gonna the problem we are we're living here we will be the one that handling all the problem of over this quantity that is not mitigated yeah well that's a good point because whether we like it or not tourism is gonna grow yes yes like and 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 that's one of those things where you're in a catch-22 where you do want to develop the tourism scene or the tourism industry Mm -hmm. And you do want to see growth because everyone in Bali deserves, you know, their own economic Mm -hmm. uh, rise Mm -hmm. and be part of that industry. But Mm -hmm. how does that balance, how does that growth balance with, um, you know, having a carrying capacity or having... uh, Yes. Yeah, so essentially, like, what what are your thoughts on the growth of tourism? Because it seems inevitable that we're developing out west, we're developing (laughs) up north, we're currently making a train now on the island so you know everything is everything is changing so where does where does this come into the future if we're all we're doing is growing i think that i think things always change right i mean somebody could say 50 years ago when i was in bali it was even Lush, totally different uh, yeah. you know going to ubud was yeah. like you know like a yeah. big thing right yeah <laughs> you know so I guess we have to to also be aware that that times do change, but we need to calibrate and and balance the forces. I mean, I personally like the mass transit because then we get, you know, we have uh, less, uh, how to say, less carbon emission for Mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. But I must say I agree with Ami that quality over quantity, this is the, um, how to say, the balance that we must strike. And... Around the world now, as you know, lots of uh, other places are looking into the same thing. Amsterdam is saying, we don't want any more tourists. Mm -hmm. Paris is saying, enough is enough. Right? Mm -hmm. So also distributing 
the tourist destination. It was very interesting. I spoke to this lady who was in the tourism industry in Thailand. And she runs uh, tours for her clients. Well, she's from Thailand, but she comes to Bali and runs these um, sort of tourism groups or something. And I asked her, so was it like in, in, in Phuket, for instance, or, or Thailand? She says, and how about Bali? She said, well, the problem with Bali is it's all concentrated. Hmm. In Phuket or other places, they're distributed. So it's less of a burden, uh, she tells me. I said, oh, that's very interesting. So there's more policy towards driving um, different types of tourism, nature tourism mm -hmm. and improving the nature tourism, you know, like we sometimes see in, in national parks, you know, in, in America or somewhere else where it's well managed. We probably need something like that where it's well managed. I mean, the worst thing is that when we don't manage it, mm -hmm. then the impacts, the, the how to say, the detrimental impacts are, uh, you know, long term, you know, they're disastrous. You know, well, short term, everybody gets quick money, right? Everybody yeah. can be a guide, yeah. everybody can yeah. dig a road yeah. and, you know, get a motorcycle or something. But long term, I think the impact uh, will be quite dire if we don't have proper management of our natural resources. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Bali has that exact potential to distribute different types of tourism. Exactly. Like each exactly. kabupaten has a has potential. Its, yeah. yeah. Has its own. Yeah. Thing. Has its yeah. own special. Yeah. The culture is exactly. so different. Yeah. Kabupaten. Yeah. Radius Tigapulu, you can see mountain, you can see lake, yes. you can see beach, you can see white sand beach, black sand beach. So mm -hmm. it has potential. Yeah. I find it so funny. I mean, people have been coming to Bali for years and... So many people don't know don't that know. there's a national exactly. park <laughs> yeah. in the exactly. West. Exactly. It's probably yeah. one of my favorite destinations. Me too. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. pristine, it's beautiful, yeah. it's quiet. And yes. And yeah. the, gorgeous. The, the, the ocean over there is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty. Yeah. And you know, I mean, just to, to mm. take a tangent on that, mm. one of the regeneration that I initially wanted to do yeah. was to help the national park. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But that was like a tall order because they needed to re- generate their savanna because we're mm -hmm. very unique in bali right we have yeah. so many microclimates yeah. yes yeah. and they have the they savanna have different, different, yes you yeah. know over mm -hmm. there they have to restore mm -hmm. i'm like wow that is a tall order yeah mm -hmm. and also that's, that's, that's its own job yes mm -hmm. that's yeah. like mm -hmm. a, another mm -hmm. job so okay <laughs> let's try something else yes. first <laughs> i almost kind of am sad that um I'm talking about the West Valley National Park now. More people are going to go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a secret. We should keep yeah, it to yeah. ourselves. Yes. <laughs> but, but there's an aspect of when people go and see these things. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a big believer of like that's when you convert them. Well, that's when they're like, yeah. oh wow, this mm -hmm. is nice. Oh, mm -hmm. we need more of this. Mm -hmm. We need more. Like wow, we need. Yeah. We need this kind of place, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. it's a different feeling. Yeah. Um, but if you can control, like like you create some sort of like standard on and how people and, and yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i think in, instead of this is already let's say chaotic like you don't know where to start to 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 uh regulate uh in here but when you spread out you showcase that is potential let's say in Manjangan or um, the national park or the others you can create them you can you be the um the boss of your land like oh this is what you can and cannot do. Yeah. It exactly. has to be the do's and don'ts. The do's yeah. and don'ts. It you have to really from the beginning is that 
some, because some people just don't don't know because they just go there okay potential and then blow it up viral in Instagram and then that's it but somebody has mm. to take charge exactly. like mm-hmm. before and then you can supervise then you can create to be a quality tourism yeah uh, so very true it has to be at the front like do's and notes because what happened now like <laughs> because there's no do's and knowns like people just come here like over and then like oh you have to do this oh I did not know it's always like comes yes. into I did not know that I have to some yeah. already among nakal yeah, kan? yeah. but people are like oh I did not know oh you have to do because this because we are a, a community culture right Indonesia mm-hmm. and especially Bali juga mm-hmm. yeah we're a community culture where a lot of things are unsaid mm-hmm. you know harus ngerti gitu loh so so that's a it's a cultural thing that but when we have more and more visitors those things have be- to become obvious you know to True. the visitors yeah. and that is a big step yeah. yeah that's a big mm-hmm. step for for us who live in bali i mean you know especially you know the the people who are balinese it's mm-hmm. it's hard to you know even javanese you go also hard it's just hard to set out the conditions mm-hmm. before, before they come yeah because yeah. yeah, culturally Depends. as indonesians we've always stayed quiet and like yeah, there's that, that politeness <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of like yeah. oh, okay yeah, yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. do that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. kalau sudah udah terlaluan yeah. then yeah. it like yeah. blows yeah. up yeah. 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 Um, yeah and yeah, so I think true. there is this there is a responsibility for us to be mm-hmm. like way more forthcoming early on like here's what you can do here's what mm-hmm. you can't That's do right. don't come here thinking this because mm-hmm. I still think there's an attitude of visitors coming here like it is the Wild West. Like they literally come here That's because right. there are no rules. That's yes. right. Right. And so you're already coming in with the wrong yeah. mindset. Exactly. Yeah. And we people. might not really want so many of them, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, if we go, let's say if we go to other country, we know that we what, what can or cannot. Mm. So yeah. then we don't do something wrong. Yeah. So it has to be clear from that front that we have regulation. We have some areas might be different from one another, but yeah, we have to. And it's it's possible let's say if we go to temple it's clear yeah, it's you clear. have to do a b c d you cannot do it. so it should, why it should be clear it should be clear it, it should, should be clear, clear. Yeah. but that's mm-hmm. something that is already applicable everywhere yeah. in temple it's clear like the women cannot go in if you do this and this and mm-hmm. you have yeah. to be so it's clear yeah, so it's possible but you see that also i think uh that we and bali a lot of us don't think from the visitors' point of view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to, you know, like you're a fresh yeah. visitor from yeah. Nanjing or something and yeah. coming to Bali, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, where what do I see? Where are the regulations? Yeah. How do I know? Yeah. You know, we need to put on those glasses, I yeah. think. Instead yeah. of like the old expats have been ever well, of course you don't need to tell them very yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you already know, like, yeah, for the tourists, yeah. I've, I've come back from Japan mm-hmm. uh, two months ago. I went on holiday. Mm-hmm. And that's the perfect example of you're coming in with caution. That's right. Of like, I don't, there, this culture is very yeah. strict. It's mm-hmm. very sort of mm-hmm. its own way. And you appreciate that that's it's right. different. Mm-hmm. But you come in almost like, I don't want to upset anybody. Yes. Like yeah. even walking into the taxi the wrong way or something. Yeah. Or like the trains, like what's the etiquette? Mm. It's good to have the this respect. sort of mindset of yeah. like, I don't want to get things wrong. Yeah. Like, is this okay? Is this mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I never felt like, unwelcome it was just my attitude to respect that's right. about yeah, yeah. rather than be like oh you yeah like, why yeah. can't i do this yeah right. 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 I like, think oh, I th- this is how you do things i mm-hmm. think this is the right word exactly yeah. what you're saying mm-hmm. that we need to engender this sense of respect for what bali is and what we have because sometimes mm-hmm. we don't really realize what we have mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sometimes when I take visitors, I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been. But January now Bali celebrates its 15th anniversary. Um, so wow. yeah, 15 years of publishing. Congratulations! Yeah. Maybe. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I was only been here for 10 years. Yeah. Of the <laughs> um, but the fact that we can continue to find new things to write about. Mm. I mean, we're bi-monthly now, but we used to be monthly, and mm. we used to have stories about Balinese dance every single edition. Yeah, before, I imagine. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people imagine. just know four. Yeah, it's like, oh no, we've written, oh, we've published mm. at least 120 different dances, yeah. all different. Yes, yes. Right, and it's like, well, the wealth in this place. And exactly. To say like, oh, I'm bored of mm. Bali. It's like, mm. oh, then no, you haven't always, gone far yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, there's always something. Yeah, sure, sure. Go off the beaten track. You will <laughs> yeah. find stuff. You will something. find yes. something. Yes. It's true. Yeah, Absolutely. and it evolved as well. It evolved uh, the, for tourism, for yeah. destination. And so I think something if we new. if we engender that respect for what we have, then it will also help the young people of Bali to respect what they have. Mm-hmm. Instead the of wanting to yeah. work in all the lifestyle industries, yeah. the supporting industries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's space for that. Yeah. I mean, we of all course. enjoy that. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's that sort of how much is weighed up in one side and how much is skewed towards it and how much do we sacrifice for that rather than having this good balance of everything, essentially. Yeah. And how does that become of value as well for the tourists, you know, in a respectful way, in Mm -hmm. a way. So then you have sort of more equality in terms Mm -hmm. of income, right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, I I was worried at some point um, post-COVID where you had, we had a lot of, we had a lot of visitors and foreigners spending longer on the island because mm-hmm. they're stuck here. Mm-hmm. But they still had a visitor's mindset, but they were, right. they were residential. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's a really tricky mindset. That is tricky. Um, and then we saw a lot of clashing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. And that's a, a social impact that we don't t- talk about much of like, you know, if we don't communicate things towards visitors of yep. how we expect them, then we create conflict and a lot of social problems mm-hmm, as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and ironically, the clash from that is that the the locals look bad internationally because like, oh, yeah. they're aggressive, they're mm-hmm. bad. It's like, well, yeah. well, you know, <laughs> you know not really. we don't have the patience <laughs> of friendly things, but yes. all they see is like, oh, it's not a friendly place to yes. go. Uh-huh. We don't want it to get to that level of, That's right. mm-hmm. of like bad PR, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, on this, on this, side of uh, you're creating the the bricks and mortar of what it means to be a sustainable island mm-hmm. sort of really creating that skeleton and the foundation for businesses okay. um, outside of that what is the what would you say is sort of the messaging that we should be spreading from Bali once all of this is is moving mm. I for... think the message is that we value what we have mm-hmm. And um, we want, you know, the world to come and enjoy what we have, but in a respectful manner. Yes, mm-hmm. responsible, yeah, more responsible, yeah. yeah. But for us, I think the, 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 the homework still, like, um, to be clear, we are at the same page on how we guard the asset. And, yeah, with in terms of the environment, where, where do you want to see, like, it keeps on... In, developing right so until when that's the environment mm-hmm. how you preserve it because if you don't if you don't do something then bali will not be bali 
Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, for the uh, interaction with the others, we have to have a clear do's and don'ts and clear message, clear regulation, and um, spread it out to the to the potential tourists that it's there. The culture is there. The the the, the like when you go to Japan, it's clear, right? Uh, what you have to do, what you don't mm-hmm. and uh, can do. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to be clear as well because what happened now. It's it's open. We're welcome. We are so bike uh, welcome. But then once the problem, then we're the one that cleaning it. So yeah. make it at front that it has to be clear what is do as and don'ts. And is that part of what you advise to businesses uh, that you work with? Uh, not quite as much. Mm-hmm. Mostly on yeah. the sustainability yeah. and the sustainability. and sort of climate maybe. But mm-hmm. we have not uh, touched the more social yeah. issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I mean, you, you already have like a good directory of uh, businesses that you already work with. Right. So, I, I mean, uh, to think about them as being, they, they can do the work of the messaging because all they're doing is basically promoting Bali to come. Mm-hmm. So right. they could definitely be that sort of spearhead to share yeah. these messages across mm-hmm. um, collectively, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People on board with us, yeah. So, I mean, from... From a business side, that mm-hmm. there's one thing, but how about because obviously you both live here, mm-hmm. how do you both live more sustainably in Bali? What are some of the practices that you do at home? I know on your Instagram, Sustainable <laughs> Susie, yeah. you have a lot of tips and tricks yeah. of gardening and and um, recycling. And yeah, so, yeah, what are yeah. some things that you know if people living here? Um, yeah, first of all, I'm, I'm, you know, I really worry about the climate. And mm-hmm. I'm not fond of, uh, how to say, using a lot of energy from coal-fired p- plants. Because mm-hmm. the only coal-fired plant we have, as you know, is in the north. Well, it's in the north. But the energy is being used all over Bali, especially in the south. Yeah. So we have a responsibility to really use less energy. And, and I have a lot of solar panels. Probably I have a, quite a large installation of solar panels in my home. Mm-hmm. So... That is really, for me, the first thing I wanted to do. Well, because, you know, coal plants, besides um, carbon emission, it's also pollution. Yeah. You know, this is why Jakarta. Jakarta is, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are 16 coal plants around Jakarta. Exactly. Crazy. Oof, yeah, that's it's wild. crazy, right? Yeah. We only have one. Mm-hmm. And it was promised that it was going to go to LNG, which mm-hmm. was even cleaner. But Not I so haven't bad, looked. So. I don't think they've, they've done it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, that's supposed to happen to because there is a roadmap for clean Bali. Yeah. But sure. just not enough political will probably to push harder. Although there are more solar installations now happening, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. sort of bigger. They're trialing out bigger solar installations mm-hmm. to generate electricity for the grid. Mm-hmm. But I think we still have responsibility as individuals to adopt uh, green energy. Mm-hmm. That, that's my first thing. Mm-hmm. Second thing would be waste, obviously, yes. and water. Those are the three things that I, you know, try to uh, mm-hmm. work on in my home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, um, what I try to commit is to try to reduce on any consumption like if i the team at, at home uh, we give all the cutleries and all like everywhere we go like make sure that yeah you, you just don't. reduce <laughs> reduce every day we 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 produce waste so it, things that we can control is our consumption so try to reduce it's daily thing it's a personal commitment and then maybe it also could amplify to bigger like it become behavior right so that is the the first and still the priority to to reduce our waste 
um, and yeah, the others come naturally. Like if you don't use the lights, or we change the light to LED, something like that, uh, uh, reduce it, like the aircon and all. So that kind of like commitment that happening in uh, work and also at home. So um, yeah, that's that's uh, what what principle that we. Are there any um, local communities or organizations that you both work with, or maybe on a personal basis, or yeah. just like volunteering? Do you want to give some shout outs to, well, to some of yeah. those? Well, yeah. First, uh, obviously, uh, Eco Bali Recycling. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been with them for eleven years. Yeah. You know, they take all my uh, plastic and and glass and all the unrecyclables. Mm-hmm. They take it and they do a brilliant job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, also for home, yeah, we do with Eco Bali, uh, the separation and all, and then now uh, we try to do um, the composting at home with mm-hmm. Biopori, um, but there's also uh, one that uh, since last year the Black Soldier Fly, yes, uh, Maggie, Maggie Farm. Farm. So they manage the organic uh, to some some urban compost is also for also. composting, mm-hmm. but the new thing that we're happy is that this. Um, Black Soldier Fly Maggie Farm they they recycle the waste the organic waste to become a food apa pakan untuk um, for food, fish, fish and, 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 yeah, and chicken chicken yes, yeah, yeah. That's right. so I mean yeah the biopori it more to soil fertilization right so mm-hmm. it's there but uh, at home uh, gardening somehow it always like n- doesn't happen <laughs> to me right? <laughs> so then but to give out the organic the organic one to black yes, soldier fly and yes. it becomes something like um, usable less, uh, yeah, usable it's a very yeah. circular and, and now exactly they yeah. have a scheme where yeah. you can buy the set mm-hmm. so they give you the worms mm-hmm. so every two weeks they'll come and switch the worms mm-hmm. i'm out it's edible also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they dry the worms, yeah, yeah. Okay. And how you brought the in? Yeah, high protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. For the the one that do gym because one UMKM also make a um, um, food for protein that, yes. like protein bar yeah. made of that. Yeah, exactly. but you don't see it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and it's mm. different name. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different <laughs> we'll give it some time. That yeah, might yeah, take some time. Give it some time. Fully adopt that one. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Sixty percent of the waste is organic waste. Yeah. If yeah. you can, so we have then, to. Yeah. 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 Composting is composting. Key. Composting. Yeah. yeah. It's really mm. key. Yeah, I'm going back to what you're saying about TPA, the the landfills that mm-hmm. were on fire, and mm-hmm. and how much of all this is linking. When the landfills were on fire, people were sort of like, "Oh, why is this happening?" Mm-hmm. But it's because we don't separate our waste. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much. Um, sort of flammable materials that mm. we haven't separated. Mm. Then there's the organic waste creating the right. methane. And then there was the high the temperatures from mm, climate yeah, change. Yeah, and yeah. it all just created the perfect storm. Exactly. Fire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you need to see all those different aspects mm-hmm. to understand, like, and that's when we saw, again, a direct sort of consequence of our own actions. That's right. Blowing in our face. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a... In, a question about sort of the balances between Bali being so sustainable and I go back to Jakarta and we, we've all spent time in Jakarta obviously used to live there as well for yeah. um, why is the capital so far behind an island in its mm. thinking of sustainability and well, is it actually yeah well yes because it's a uh, it's it's Gotham City right it's about <laughs> Wealth. <laughs> number one, City, yeah. Jakarta is about wealth. I mean, you have to admit, that's mm, their number mm. one concern. We're mm. a tourist destination and we 
connect to nature. And that's why I moved here because I wanted to connect with nature. I grew up around nature, so I wanted to have that connection. Mm. In Jakarta, you really don't need to do that. Yeah. You know, so number one is just, you know, you know, 50% or even more of the money in Indonesia flows through Jakarta. So, you know, so that's the one reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But slowly, um, because world trends around sustainability <laughs> is rising, so more developments are picking up this trend. Yeah. Like new uh, real estate. Yeah. and new malls mm -hmm. they've all incorporated um, sustainably elements and quite a few buildings are also in fact some of them have taken the LEED standards which are American standards which mm -hmm. are quite quite uh, difficult you mm -hmm. know but but some people have committed to that the, the sort of like if you're really wealthy and you have like like buildings you mm -hmm. know maybe like two of them would be LEED certified mm -hmm. because yeah. you owe it to the mm -hmm. you know but Each, yeah. primarily because the Jakarta's about money. That's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> For me, I think because there's no direct um, consequences because mm. you don't see it. In here, for me, when I move to Bali as well, like I go to the beach, I see the trash. Yeah. That's, exactly. that's exactly like, oh, it could be, yeah, like I said earlier, it could be my cup of uh, um, tea or, or coffee uh, come back or a straw. So you see it and then In Jakarta, where do you see the environment? No, it's just yeah. buildings and buildings. It's like and out of sight, out of mind. Out of yeah, sight, yeah. Or else so you have the not, poor people, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. who yeah, yeah. are so struggling then, with that. Then uh, the, the trash, somebody take care of it. Like in here, like, there's a TPA, there's nothing uh, over, and then it, you don't get picked up. Jakarta, I don't think, they don't see it as a problem. So yeah. then there's no urge to yeah. change or to do something because it's all taken care of probably that's yeah. that's my opinion the only thing that is now changing is air pollution because <laughs> yeah. air pollution is public right yeah. yes you know it doesn't matter what class you are you are you yeah yeah, yeah. and that is that's really bad. causing i mean greenpeace is working on that really yeah okay. i used to be part of greenpeace mm -hmm. so you know mm -hmm. and they are working on the uh, air pollution issue to raise awareness and mm -hmm. you know, build some clean rooms Yeah. Uh, in Marunda, which is one of the worst polluted areas in Jakarta, mm -hmm. to allow children and pregnant women to sit in that room yeah. for that's, like a couple hours a day. That's pretty extreme. That exactly, we have to that you have to create. It's, to yeah. it's your right yeah. actually to, to, have, clean to have clean air. Yeah. 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 And, and it was a few months ago, number one in the world. To yes, the indeed. Worst, uh, city. Worst, yeah, polluted city. Air pollution. Air pollution. Yeah, air pollution. Yeah. 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 That's Jakarta. Yeah. <laughs> That That's why we're all here, right? <laughs> yeah. Inhale, inhale. Like, yeah, fresh air, yeah. 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 Before you get on the plane, everyone's just breathing. <laughs> yeah, <I> know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some point, maybe we bring the oxygen or so. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that bad. So yeah. why were you so... Uh, obviously, being in that surrounding, uh, Ibu Suzy, in Jakarta for quite a long time. Yeah, long time. Why did you develop this sort of sensitivity to climate change and environment yeah. when you're in that city setting? Um, because mm -hmm. I grew up uh, when Jakarta wasn't like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I still remember going to Pujak and mm -hmm. spending mm -hmm. a lot of time in the mountains, you know, and uh, my parents had um, sort of a villa with a very big sort of, natural space so we spent a lot of my childhood in that environment actually mm -hmm. i did and of course uh coming on to the the environmental movement quite young you know so that sort of triggered and then joining the climate movement thereafter and so on so you know so that was just 
my path, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, I mean, coming back to Bali, it's sort of, especially for, let's say, I'm, I'm 31. <laughs> I'm trying to discount myself. Um, I'm, I'm 31 and I'm thinking like, you know, that is the, sort of the time period that Bali has changed so That's much, right. right? So yeah. I would love to see people my age who've grown up here to to have that same feeling of like, I didn't, I need to look after my home yes, because I've seen it what it was. And mm-hmm. like you said, we all have to accept change. There's always going to be development, but it's like what kind and what can we do? And there's obviously, right. there's mm-hmm. obviously some great examples of mm-hmm. people who grew up here, like Gary Benchkip from Sunai right. Watch, mm-hmm. Malati Weissen mm-hmm. from Bawe Plastic. Yes. And on a business side, we've spoken about, mm-hmm. like I'll give a shout out to um, Sayan Gilino yes. from Waterbomb. Just mm-hmm. yes. literally mm-hmm. the yes. kind of yeah. easy person to be like, we need to do something for the environment. Yes, because I really want to do That's it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So they're doing it. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. that that want just to do good. And mm-hmm. um, the Eco Mantra mm-hmm. boys yes. as well. Sean, you know, yes. Mitri Fisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that sort of mindset of like, I just want to do it because it's good yes. for eat. Maybe it doesn't have to be for the world, does it? No, no, just no, 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 no. For your Where we live, yeah. yeah. The, the idea is that, like, like she said, you know, like, like Ami said, everything we do has impact mm-hmm. on the environment, mm-hmm. on the planet. Mm-hmm. So, if you really want to do something, there's actually a lot you can do because you mm-hmm. can look at the impact that you are directly responsible for, and and you know the people you mentioned are people who said, well, I can create an impact on the things that. Are just around me yeah. and 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 the things that I'm responsible for. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes people say you really can't change things because yeah. you know if government doesn't change, mm. if the UN doesn't do change, yeah. you know. But really, there are things you can do. Yeah, and that's how you start, I think. Yeah, and they've done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they they've they're doing it for their island home, and that's, exactly. that's enough. And mm-hmm. more people need to think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and think especially more. Um, uh, there's lots of. Uh, sort of local Balinese as well who are growing that awareness. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. like, like, uh, yeah, we have many, the bamboo, uh, yeah, you know, Arif Rabik. Uh, yes, Arif yeah. Rabik and, you know. Yeah, even pa, uh, pa Papaya Sumampan. Yes. You know, local Balinese is yeah. yeah, first uh, eco-warrior introduced uh, but he started uh, to clean up from, his... Yeah, mm-hmm. areas and amplified to 50 kaka uh, around and then uh, the desa now it already make economy benefit from the compost and reduce the plastic. So yeah. there are many, many if you reach yeah. out, like yeah. gra- grassroots things, they 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 already doing it. Yeah. 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 The nice thing about Bali is that you do have uh, groups of people who mm. have lots of initiatives. I yes. think the thing is that we don't know how to scale. Yeah. <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. I mean, if we look at it from Maybe. a business perspective. Yeah. We don't really know how to scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And create that sort of sense of togetherness of like, oh, we need to just work together and collaborate. That's in a way right. Mm-hmm. And, and also, Bali works in two languages. That's another mm-hmm. thing. The English and then the yeah, Indonesian. Three languages, actually. Three yeah, languages. yeah, yeah. yeah. Balinese, Bal- Bal- yeah. yes, and exactly. So you have different sort yeah. of, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're sort of yeah. working at different uh, sort of scales, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but, funny. of course, you're working with businesses, which is good, which is at the forefront mm-hmm. of the tourism aspect here in Bali. Yes. Um, so I think... It'd be great to hear, you know, what, how can, what kind of businesses should get in touch with you and why? And um, uh, can, can you share what, what you'd like to, you know, how they can work with you essentially and what you can offer there? Yeah, so um, 
we work, we try to reach out to the whole stakeholder, right? They have their, their role, like uh, from the government, policymaker, also the industry that able to work, all the initiative. So um, if you uh, go to our website, uh, we created tribes, and the tribe is dependent on the role. So, but the one that can uh, do our assessment and to be verified uh, so far is for hotel and restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, and we call them Green Force. And then the supply chains uh, for initiative movement, they are the one that actually can support this industry work towards sustainability. Uh, we call them Green Ball. And then for um, policymaker, government, uh, partners that can uh, facilitate or help us to work on our mission, we call them Earth uh, Guardian. So we try to include everybody to yeah, be in our, our communities, basically, yeah. because we cannot work alone. So we work with this uh, three classification. So hotels and restaurants, uh, they can do assessment. They can uh, do uh, see our criteria and guidelines, sustainability. So green pals, we need them because we cannot work with, with uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I want to convert, uh, I want to do, let's say, let's assemble a big hotel in Ubud. Yeah, we already separate our ways, but we're still working with the Banjar, let's say, and the Banjar still go back to one allocation. They don't separate. So, yeah, I need a local supplier in Gianyar. Who is it? So we connect them with, let's say, uh, the local uh, off-taker for the Mm -hmm. way. So we need that. And then... Some also like, yeah, but hmm, is there policy? Is there, is there like, like yeah, we, we work with the local, or like there's Pergoop, there's this, and there are the Earth Guardians. Or uh, some uh, need investment for solar panel. There's a big uh, solar uh, supplier. There's also uh, Earth Guardian. So we try to include everybody yeah. to on board and, and yeah, to be able, so we can, we can bring this mission, yeah. uh, able to do this mission. Yeah, so. and I think, that's how we kind of grew. At first, I was much more of a, okay, everybody should do the standards so then you're green. And then I think Ami very rightly pointed out, it doesn't work that way. We need a community because they all need something. They all mm. need something. Mm. And and I think we've become like a, a hub in a, a way hub. to mm. help to connect people, mm. you know, to enable yeah. things to happen. Because yes. like she said, the most important thing is that things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. so that's our focus now, not just... Uh, hotels and restaurants but if they need something you know let's make things happen and yeah. therefore we're going to run Keep more events wrong. probably yes. around uh, also improving literacy Yeah. because once there is literacy about sustainability and climate change then you understand how the pieces fit together yeah, yeah. absolutely Yeah. and what's your approach there when it comes to literacy is it there's two ways of doing it I would say it's like mm. creating that sort of sense of loss no. Is it, you know, okay. there's like, a, there's the fear way <laughs> yeah. and then there's that yeah, sort of yeah. like, oh, imagine mm-hmm. a dreamy, beautiful world, but it's also, <laughs> right. you know, what's a, what's yeah. a better you, approach, You really right? need both because okay. yeah. you have to start with the current and and then you you need a point, it's like storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. You need the crisis to happen mm-hmm. and then you've got a solution, resolution. So yeah. you do really need this storytelling approach, really. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they got to be scared a little bit and yeah. then to say, well, it's not it's that possible. bad, yeah. you know, and this is what we must do. Imagine yes. it's yeah. this bad. Yeah. <laughs> we need to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. we can achieve this. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. this shit. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't also believe like fear campaign or it, if that's, that's, that's always not a good, a good thing. Yeah. If yes. it's only fear. Only fear. Work. No, it has to be balanced. Because people then don't want to speak to you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, I know. Okay. Every meeting with her makes yeah, me yeah, depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> so so there's also possibilities or like yeah, yeah incentive yeah. or yeah yeah there's a big balance yeah mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. um well i think that's everything i think we've yeah. covered a lot actually yeah. <laughs> um so thank you so much what what's the website again and where can people follow you uh com and then instagram uh okay please follow like share what is comment <laughs> <laughs> And and, uh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. And TikTok, TikTok is more like a really short, um, uh, how you call it, um, tips on how to do steps of sustainability. Let's say we're talking about um, waste management. There, are, there are so many steps, so many approaches. So mm. it's just really short. That sometimes the a website like where where to go, what to do, but. TikToks follow us on TikTok as well, Eco Tourism Bali. Right. And uh, yeah, we do highlight Eco Warrior or grassroots movement. Everybody is mm-hmm. in our also in the YouTube, uh, yeah. youtube.ecotourismbali. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for yeah. um, starting this mission. And I look forward to more and more people sort of joining in yeah. and more of the business joining in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Ibu Suzy. Thank, thank you, Eddie. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Eddie. And I look forward to supporting your mission as we keep going. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. <laughs>